Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, V, and I am back yet again with another episode of Love V Talks. Before we get started, you already know, please do not forget to follow your girl on Instagram and Twitter at Love V Talks. And if you're on Facebook, please request to be a member of my private Facebook group. Okay, so... Today, I'm really excited because I have my lovely friend um, who is a guest today, and I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Kira. Um, I have known this lovely young lady for some years now, and honestly, I remember back in the day when we were at high school, I used to go around telling folks she was my daughter and everything, even though I'm not that much older. (laughs) Oh my God, you sure did. I forgot all about that. (laughs) But that's because she has such a beautiful spirit and I go... I go off of energy. I just the vibe and energy of different people is very important to me. And you just have such a beautiful spirit that that was something that I was just immediately attracted to and was like, hey, girl, yeah, that's my daughter right there. You know, everybody don't get those, um, <laughs> those privileges. But yeah, thanks for having me on. You're so sweet. Oh my God. I love you so much. Okay, so we talked a little bit earlier about relationships, and um, I think the conversation has stemmed off of, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it had stemmed off of a post mm-hmm. that I had made about how I felt about, you know, how I want my relationships to go, yes. and um, if you want to, you can go ahead and introduce the topic. Um. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's basically about fifty fifty in dating. That that was the topic that we were talking about because so many people have posted about it, made memes about it, TikToks about it. Everyone's talking mm-hmm. about like fifty fifty in relationships. What do you do? Like, if we go out to eat, if he pay for dinner, I'm gonna get the tip. If we go to the movies and he pay for the movies, I'm gonna get the snacks. Like. I just keep seeing it everywhere, different groups of men, Twitter, all of that. And I'm like, wow, is this really that big of a topic to people? But it is, mm-hmm. yeah. surprisingly so. Okay, so before we actually dive into it, are you currently dating? Are you on the market? What's the tea? Girl, I am taken. Thank the Lord. Ah! <laughs> oh, thank God. But... But I promise you, it was not. It was not a. I've been out here actively dating type of situation. It, it very much happened like all the old heads told me it would. Where I was just like, you know what? I'm not even worried about it. I'm just gonna do me. Um, and if something happened, oh well. But I gotta, you know, I gotta get my bag up. I gotta focus on building on me as a person. And you know, I met my boyfriend, and we just clicked. And it went from there. And it wasn't like I had to put in a whole lot of effort to make it become something. It just mm-hmm. naturally progressed in that way. And that's something that I did a lot of praying about was I, I didn't want things to feel pressured in um, my next relationship. I wanted things to be organic. I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like either I'm putting in way too much effort or the other person's trying way too hard like I just wanted it to happen naturally and it did and I'm very thankful for that that is so that really warms my heart because 
I I feed off of people being happy and I love, 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 love. Like yeah. love is my favorite topic. Like I love seeing people actually in healthy relationships with somebody that they love and care about healthy. and feeling is mutual. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just something about love to just I like I just smile so hard looking at other people being yeah. happy in the situation that they're in. So whether it's love and relationships or like just self-love. Like mm-hmm. I, I just love seeing people find that in themselves because it, it it's so many people who don't or didn't don't even know where to start to find that so that to see it and hear other people like, yeah, girl, I finally found my my one, or girl, I finally started, you know, loving myself like I embracing myself the way I needed to. I just love to see that, you know, and relationships men and women especially men because Mm -hmm. I'm the oldest sister to a bunch of younger brothers like that's that's something that's important for me too is you know for self-love not to just be a a a women empowerment thing but to also be a thing for men as well absolutely absolutely so um I'm glad you touched on self-love because I think that's the first thing and I one thing that you said that really stuck out to uh, stuck out to me was mm-hmm. how you said that you weren't actively dating. And I feel like those are normally the best situations when you're not looking mm-hmm. because it comes so effortlessly. Yeah, And I think that is like the most beautiful story to me ever because it's like people always say, just do you, you know, focus on mm-hmm. being happy, whatever you're working on, continue working on it. Um, yeah. Just continue working on yourself and then it'll, it'll fall into place. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, pretty much holds true in just about every situation so I'm really happy to hear about that do you believe in 50 50 in your relationships or do you think it depends on the circumstances honestly I don't think it even depends on the circumstances I'm a big believer in what works for you situations um people always try to apply a a coverall situation to every relationship, like what works for this person is going to always work for you. You can't fit your relationship in relationship to the same mold that someone else's has fit into because you're not the same people. You know, you've come from different walks of life. You've had different experiences. You have different ways you handle emotions. You have different needs in life. And I think a lot of the, 50 50 in relationships that people speak on. I don't even think it's a if he do this, I'm gonna do this. If she do this, I'm gonna do that type of thing. I think it's just because you care about the other person and because you want to do for them because this is someone you care about so much. It just happens. No, why? Why should I? You know, Mm -hmm. the other person you're with knows you well enough to know your heart, to know your spirit, to know the kind of energy you put out. Obviously, this is somebody who I believe in and I love. I know she not just dating me for my money. I know she not just using me for me to ball out on her and flew her out and all that type of stuff. Like, I know just like I'm doing all of this for her, she going to do even more of that for me. And it don't have to be financial. Like that's the thing too. People got to understand is it's not all about the money you spend it on the other person. Y'all so in each other's pockets. It don't make no sense. Like everything ain't about, you know, this ticket you built up of all these dinners, purses, clothes, um, shoes, 
all of that. No, because a lot of the stuff that you provide in a relationship could be emotional. You know, it could be spiritual. Like maybe the person you were with helped bring you back to Christ. Maybe the person you were with um, showed you what it's like to, you know, love a real man who's not just after your body, but loves you inside and out. Like you, you just never know what the supplement is to what you're giving in a relationship. So for him, for this, for one man, he like, nah, I'm not going to go past this 50. We're going to go half and half on everything. And somebody is okay with that. But someone who's not, that don't mean that, you know, that don't mean that she's a pick me. That don't mean that she's a gold digger or anything like that. She just don't work for the situation you're looking for. And for another man, he want to go above and beyond and provide. He want to do everything for his woman financially and, you know, emotionally as well, because he wants somebody that's going to give him, you know, a lot more of that, that nurturing, mm -hmm. a lot more of those things that he hasn't experienced or had from a woman in a relationship. And for some chicks, she like, uh-uh. I don't need you to do all that for me. Like I make my own. I can pay for this. I don't need you to pay for everything for me. Nah, I'm good. You can you can keep that. Like stop trying to. But and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, just to give a little bit of background about mm -hmm. how we started the conversation. So, if you guys aren't a member of my private Facebook group, please become a member. Um, I really want to start having more in-depth conversations about relationships, self-love, things yeah. like that. But nonetheless, um, this post in particular and how me and her had a dialogue regarding 50-50 was I had made a post about how a lot of people have made negative comments about me saying, mm -hmm. you know, that I don't. I prefer not to do 50-50. I don't do 50-50. And, um, you know, a lot of people are turned off by that. But the thing is, I'm okay with that. Because, yeah. number one, that just means that I'm not meant for you. You're not meant for me. Exactly. You know, I, I've had I've had a lot of women who would say, oh, girl, you know, I don't need a man to do anything. Well, let's just clarify one thing, sweetheart. <laughs> no, I have my own. Okay. <laughs> I, I definitely have my own. But if a guy that comes into my life and he is he wants to do things for me, I'm not mm -hmm. going to stop him. That's yep. where I stand. So like they a lot of people, I kind of noticed this misconception. Now, uh, there again, there are some women who like to be kept women who they're like, I'm not working. I'm not doing X, Y and Z. He needs to do everything. Right. Yep. But I think the automatic thought is. Why are you not getting it on your own? I am, sweetheart. <laughs> you <laughs> Just because I require that from a guy does not mean I cannot do for myself. So I wanted to clarify that, okay? <laughs> uh, not not just for not for you, but just, you know, whoever's listening. Yeah, get it out um, And, like, most recently, I had got a, um, I got a message from this guy that, you okay. know, has been interested in me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really wasn't paying him no mind. So I'm like, let me just say something that I think is going to scare him away. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> so, he was like, um, he wants to take me out for a drink. And I said, oh, no, honey, I don't I don't do drink dates. Mm. I, I, I sent him this really like this nice five star restaurant in Dallas. And I said, this is where I want to go. Mm -hmm. He read it and didn't respond. Of course. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> he like, girl, you crazy. We can go uh, we can go here to Olive Garden or something. You doing too much. <laughs> okay. 
So, you know, um, I was actually talking to this young lady about that because she had came to me for advice and it ended up us disagreeing about how relationships go. Now, mind you, she came to me saying she did not, she was not okay with doing 50-50 relationships anymore. She's tired because she feels like even though she signs up for 50-50, she's yeah. doing way more than 50-50. So mm-hmm. I told her about what I did. And I said, this will eliminate a lot of riffraff. Like a man that's, that can afford that five-star restaurant and who will want to take you to that five-star restaurant, oh, he in there like swimwear. Yeah. But her thing was, oh, well, you know, I got my own this and I got my own that. That's fine, sweetie, but you came to me. <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not telling you what to do, but you're asking me Since and I'm you telling you what I do. <laughs> I mean, just like you said, you know, everybody isn't for everybody. And as long mm-hmm. as you can accept that, we're good. I'm only for, like, yep. whatever makes people happy. Although, me, myself, I prefer, I do not do 50-50. But mm-hmm. I know there are quite a few women in the group who who do. And I'm okay with that. Why? That's literally their life. That has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. As long as they're healthy and happy, we're good. But see, that's what I mean about the, even the concept of 50-50. So much of that is stemmed in the financial. Like, mm-hmm. get out of, of people's pockets. Stop worrying mm-hmm. about whether or not the other person can afford where they're going or not. Yes, I can. But that don't mean that I want to spend my money on that every time. Besides, you don't want pursuing me. You know, and uh, you trying to date me. I'm telling you the kind of places I like to go and the kind of places I like to enjoy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, you say you don't do 50-50, but I'm sure there's so much you bring to a relationship that supplements a lot of the other stuff that the other person is also doing for you. Like, it's not just what kind of money you throwing at the other person and and whether or not it's being reciprocated or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not what works for you. Like... Okay, sis, it's fine. You don't want to go to a five star restaurant. You go to Applebee's and have and that's fun. Fine. Absolutely. That's fine. Exactly. I'm not knocking it at all. And I'm not even being sarcastic when I say that. But you got to do what works for you and stop worrying about what other people got to say about how you do you. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Stop, stop letting folks change y'all miss y'all y'all perceptions of what a relationship is supposed to look like and be like because it ain't the same for everybody mm-hmm. all of y'all ain't even in the same tax bracket like stop worrying about what people telling you and y'all ain't even in the same financial quarter like amen, something amen. Ain't up. <laughs> yeah and i'm glad you brought up the fact that um, people are pocket watching like they only mm-hmm. discuss the uh, financial side of it and I'm so glad yep. that you said that because um, a trend that I've noticed because I get a lot of young ladies that hit up my inbox asking me for yep. advice and the ones who say well you know I know how you feel about 50-50 relationships and I'm like listen this ain't about me this is about you what's up Right. the problem is and I think this is why like People like me, I get turned off by them. Number one, mm-hmm. number one for me yeah. is like I've always been taught to expect disappointment from men, even mm-hmm. as like a child. 
You know, yeah. that was one of the first things that like my mom taught me the with her friends and all of mm-hmm. them it was like you know you always got to get on your own which of course I understand that because I have to take care of myself regardless if, yeah. if somebody's here or not but it was always like well you never know you know he might get up and leave and have another woman on the side you never know you always got to be prepared and once true story one of my my very first boyfriends mm-hmm. he literally showed me the complete opposite of what I was taught and it wasn't like I was looking or anything I was like 15 yeah and I'm like what there's there's boys out here that's like that yes ma'am like this is real life and Mm -hmm. so from then on it was like okay even though that relationship didn't work out we were young it is what it is but it was like I knew what to expect for myself like actually having somebody want to do things for you and all you got to do is be yourself mm-hmm. really open my eyes to stop looking at men as disappointment and like really just be accepted for existing yes. like from how like my my mom and I know that the way she taught me was she felt like she was protecting me because of her yeah. own experiences so like she passed that trauma on to me to the point where like my very first mm-hmm. boyfriend like I was constantly literally like looking for a reason to leave him because I was expecting something terrible to happen for him Wait, to like, no, do something to me mm-hmm. yes and once that was completely like challenged that the way of thinking was challenged I'm like oh okay we got little boys out here who really like, you know, believe and take you out on dates where he not expecting anything from you, but to be yourself, I can exist. You mean I don't have to suffer? I don't have to be crying Me every day? Too. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out this to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to his parents. <laughs> no, they seriously, because that's exactly where he got it from. And to make a long story short, like the the reason why I feel the way I do is number one, it you know I I don't know if you know this or not, but I really mm-hmm. really would love to be a mother, and yes. I think one of the things that scares me is I don't really want mama. to have to give up my baby once mm-hmm. I go back to the workforce. Like I wanna be able to have the freedom to spend as much time with my children as I can and not have to work mm-hmm. time. So that's a part, a big, huge part of why I feel as though financially, I do not want to contribute 50, 50 now. In other ways, if I'm going to give up having to contribute financially, I am definitely 100% going to contribute, you know, in other ways, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's only right. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's nothing wrong with that you know like i said you supplement what the other person needs mm-hmm. you, you move and you bend and you, you you get into the shape or form you need to to fit in where things are needed in your relationship so that things can can function the way that it needs to um one of the things that i love about my mom is every day when my stepdad gets off of work she has his food ready she has a big old cup of sweet tea ready because Ooh, he got a happy that's cup sweet, of tea. sweet tea. Yes, <laughs> sweet tea. He come in, give her a kiss, 
give a little booty grab, you know, I gotta have that. And <laughs> he head upstairs and she bring her his food up there to him. And and it's you know, it's no, hey baby, did you did you fix dinner or none of that? It it's just everyday like clockwork. And that's what works for them. And I love it because it's not a dang, she ain't fixed dinner or dang, I gotta get up and cook for him. No, it's like, you know, he been out working all day. You know, I've been working hard too, but I'm home. I'm here. I cook dinner because the kids got to eat. I got to eat. He got now. He got something to eat, and I know he loves sweet tea. So I'm gonna bring him his plate of food, his sweet tea, get my kisses, all of that. And, and there's no argument about it. it. It's nothing that that feels like work. It just works for them, and I think mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Like, but am I gonna get up every day and make a whole pitcher of sweet tea? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but that's me, right? That, you know, thank God I'm dating somebody who liked Dr. Pepper, so I just make sure he got a whole case of Dr. Pepper when he come in and he got his Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but th- that's what works for her, and there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. and that's what works for you, and there's nothing wrong with that, like. One of the biggest things I think people have to get into the habit of, if you really want to find happiness in a relationship in dating people, is you have to you have to figure out what you want, be okay with what you want, and not care about what other people want for you. Because everyone will sit there and tell you what they feel like you need or you should have in a relationship, but they're not you. They don't know the needs that you have they don't know your quirks you know people sit there and say oh no he need to do this for you he need to do that blah blah and not even knowing you halfway crazy and um you know he helping keep you balanced because you have mental health issues or something like that and he's very supportive and loving you and that now he might not be balling out on you like people say he should be doing but there's nothing wrong with that you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's able to to love parts of you that other people haven't and understand parts of you that other people haven't. So who cares what everybody else got to say about the relationship that you have with each other? People have to stop letting each other wait in. Stop letting your homegirls tell you stuff. Stop letting your homeboys tell you stuff. Stop letting social media especially control and tell y'all how to be in relationships. Happy folks miserable and unhappy themselves. Mm -hmm. Telling somebody what they need and don't need in a relationship. Like, sis, bro, how you gonna tell me, you know, that I'm doing relationships wrong and you in your third broken relationship that ain't went nowhere. Like, you can't tell me what I'm doing wrong you don't even know what you need to do right exactly and you know what um (laughs) I had to laugh because you know when you talked about your parents and how like your mom has your dad's food ready you know Mm -hmm. he just walk in and he has his plate and you know I I love that and I know a lot Mm -hmm. of women especially now you know that since we are a lot more independent Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people and I, and I have to correct them because, you know, I, I'm here for everybody, whatever that makes them happy. But mm-hmm. like, especially the average working woman or like the mm-hmm. business woman where they'll say, oh, no, I would never do that. And, oh, I would never do that for a man. Um, I'm not a slave. And they like they <laughs> equate that to being a slave. And I'm like, honey, mm-hmm. 
you probably ain't never been loved correctly because if you got the right person, oh baby, you gonna want to get up every day. Yeah, and make sure you got a hot, steamy meal, not no hamburger what helper. Like you gonna make sure. <laughs> like that has oh, nothing to do with being a slave. That's called love. That's called yes. doing something for your partner. That's- and it's not. It's not just women either. Like that's the, that's the thing people gotta understand. Like it's not just us doing that. You know, if, if you want to do that kind of stuff for somebody who doing that kind of stuff for you, like I give you the perfect example. Um, my boyfriend, mine and his off days don't really coincide for real, except for like maybe one day. Um, so a lot of times he'll come down and visit me, and I'll have to go to work. And, you know, he at home playing the game or whatever. Girl, I got off work after a long day one day. I came home. All my clothes was folded and put up. And anyone who know me know I hate phone clothes. I I wash clothes all day. But phone clothes, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. And I was like, Lord, you got to send me somebody who fold because I don't like the phone clothes. <laughs> but I came home. My clothes were folded. My clothes put up. And he was like, hey, babe, how was work? You did a great job. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, Lord, this man tried to get me to bear him right now. Let's go to the courthouse right now. <laughs> like, okay. But I never asked for that. That's not something I ever spoke into the relationship or anything like that. But because he knew I was going to be, you know, running around behind a bunch of kids and and coming home tired, he was like, well, shoot, I'm here anyways. And I don't want her to have to come home and deal with all that. Let me go ahead and do it. You know, that's one less thing she got to worry about. And and it, and it just, it did so much. It made me feel so good. And I think that's what people missing is the heart behind it is you just want to do what you can for the other person to make them happy, to make things easier for them, to make them feel at ease. Like, you know, you sitting here and you talking now or you dismissing what my mom has done for my stepdad because you viewing it as slavery. But mm-hmm. this man been out in the hot sun and all kinds of weather getting beat up all day doing yards. He tired and exhausted. Sure enough, he could get in the shower, get out, fix him something to eat or stop and get something to eat on the way home. But why do that when she has absolutely no problems fixing food and fixing him a plate and some sweet tea. That's one Mm -hmm. less thing he got to worry about. And it makes him smile and it makes him happy. And it makes her feel good to see how happy he is by her doing it for him. You too worried about the wrong thing, baby. You're not a slave. Maybe you have been in the past to somebody. Maybe that's why you view it that way because you slaving for somebody who don't deserve that type of energy. But you can't equate it to the same when you being motivated by love and affection for the other person. It ain't the same thing, sis. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you said that motivated by love. And I think that that's a part of what I think is missing in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, you know, I I hate going back on like, well, you know, these women, they come in my inbox, but they really do. And one thing that there's a few things that I noticed, there's a huge trend. Mm-hmm. Like they will mention to me, oh, I got my own this. I, I got my own that. I can fly him out. I can do this. I can do that. Like I got mm-hmm. all this, you know, I'm independent this, but you haven't told me anything about your characteristics. Like mm-hmm. what about you? 
what makes somebody want to do something for you like what do you bring to the table as far as like your personality Mm -hmm. if he's frustrated or if he's angry like how are you able to handle that or are you put adding fuel to the fire are mm-hmm. you something that somebody would want to come home to like or he dri- or he's sitting in the car for an hour because he don't want to hear your mouth Ooh, you missed that part sis don't Ooh. nobody care he didn't he not with you for your job <laughs> some got lost in translation mm-hmm. like you not that's your job you're not your job ain't you like nope. that's what and, and when it comes to like, um, and I'm glad in the beginning of this conversation, you said, you know, people, when they refer to 50-50 relationships, they always talk about the fin- financial part. And mm-hmm. one thing that I noticed about, you know, and maybe it's because of guidance. Like, I know yeah. a, a lot of young women, they'll hit me up and they talk about all the things that they have, the independence. And I'm like, girl, you just gave me a whole paragraph about how you've been nagging this, this boy for months and you think he's going to come straight home? Mm. why are you in my inbox again <laughs> what what are we talking about i don't Go, you drunk <laughs> <laughs> like what so it's like they really stop at the financial part like yep. i i can do this i can buy him gifts do you even know his love language probably I not bet you, you don't sis Mm-mm. so and and the same thing goes for men like i know a lot of them think oh i did my part financially you yeah. know, and they stop there. Well, there's more to it. There's so much more to it. You don't even know your partner's favorite color. You don't know Ooh. what makes them upset. You don't even know how to um, to read their body language Ooh. or pay attention to them when um, you can tell they're uneasy about something. You don't, mm-hmm. you have, you don't even know your partner. Nothing about them. You just know them surface level. That's Business all you know. That's so sad that so many people have that that viewpoint on relationships where they basically focus so much on what you're doing financially that you completely miss the emotional stuff you're supposed to be providing the other person. Especially the biggest thing is when you were talking about like, sis, do you know his love language? Because a lot of times, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to like you know, male co-workers, you know, homeboys, male cousins about their relationships and them dating and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, you know, she cute and all, but like, what, ain't nothing else there. Like, you know, she got a good job or she blah, blah, but something just ain't connecting because people forget men are emotional creatures too. It's Mm -hmm. not just women. Real quick, sis, I'm so sorry. Okay, I know you're really enjoying the conversation. I know you're having fun. And here I come interrupting you. But hear me out just a few seconds. I need you to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Talks. Please feel free to send me any questions, any critiques. Show me some love, okay? I love you. You love me back by giving me your constructive criticism. Even if you're just saying I love you, you don't like it. Tell me something, okay? I'm done, y'all. Let's get back to it. It's all more than just, oh, well, I can take care of myself. Oh, I can ball out. I can do it. Okay, that's cool. That's wonderful. But all these other broken pieces in your relationship going, 
unanswered, unfixed. You ain't got no kind of glue to try to glue these pieces back together. You're not trying to fix none of this. And the points you standing on, the hill you dying on is, well, you know what? I ain't broke. Okay. <laughs> but you should be single. <laughs> Pretty much. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that is funny, but it's not funny because there are a lot of people who are like that. So, mm-hmm. You know, I like to put myself out there. Like, I like to actually understand how men think, too, because I'm like, yeah. well, you know, if I want to be married and I want to be, like, with somebody for the rest of my life, I need mm-hmm. to at least understand how a lot of men think. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have discussions with men, and they pretty much have a similar – one thing I noticed that a lot of them that I've talked to is they pretty much have a very, very similar way of thinking when it comes to relationships. Like, mm-hmm. they tr- they talk about um, – how they treat women accordingly like for example this one guy that I was talking to I met him and he was saying how his ex-girlfriend she was so annoying like he was saying how he loved her and he cared about her but he was like yo she was just so damn annoying and he and a lot of people might not agree with this but hear me out (laughs) okay I'm I'm a ride with you let's see where we go (laughs) so he said he didn't really after a while he didn't enjoy anything about the relationship he tried to make it work and he said that he made her do certain things like as far as um she had to split the rent 50 50 with him certain Mm -hmm. bills and stuff like that and he pretty much based that off of the fact that he didn't enjoy anything in the relationship like if he actually had enjoyment like wanting to come home to her mm-hmm. basically what he was saying I probably wouldn't have made her pay anything but because she mm-hmm. was here we shared this lease I'm not well, happy turned into a roommate <laughs> pretty much and I was like you know what a lot of people might say that's real crappy but I gotta give it to him if you not enjoying the relationship you gotta get something out of it and he pretty much was saying I wasn't getting anything out of it mm-hmm. so that's what I got out of it <laughs> until it was over <laughs> <laughs> a roommate. <laughs> she got downgraded to a roommate. That's what. That's exactly what happened. He. She went from lover status to a roommate. And and all of what you just said just perfectly encompasses what what of the flow of a relationship can become depending on the person you dating and what you see in the other person. Which is why I say you can't apply every everybody's relationship and what mm-hmm. works for them to yourself. Because at one point sis was the kind of person that he wanted to make sure she was taken care of and she didn't have to worry about a thing. But because he stopped, you know, having those feelings for her, he was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not finna do all that for her. That and she asking for too much. She getting on my leg. Girl, you lucky we still together. Is essentially what he was saying. Pre- and I hate much. to say it this way, but this is something else people got to realize when you dating, you need to learn how to cut your losses. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I always say that I get from my mama is I have the gift of goodbye. If it ain't working for me, I'm going to pull out my suitcase, pack up these feelings, and I'm out. I'm not going to waste my time or my energy on anyone who's not worth my time or my energy. Mm-hmm. And I have, I learned very early on 
from observing people, um, from talking to my pops, from from just, you know, having a bunch of like male cousins and younger brothers and stuff like that, that one guy will be several different guys for a different woman. Amen. You know who he is and vice versa. Again. One guy will be several different men <laughs> for different women. It just depends on the person. And, and it's the same thing for women. You know, sis might say she don't want to be a slave and she ain't going to do this and she ain't going to do that. But she get with the right one who's saying the right stuff, you know, hitting the right places. Homegirl going to be in the kitchen cooking some food. Because she like, oh, baby, you just put in some work. Let me give you some more carbs because you're going to need your energy. You know, okay. you you saying all that, but <laughs> but the right person will bring something out of you. You didn't even know you had in you. Mm-hmm. The right person will have you doing stuff you never thought you would do for the other person because it's so much of what they're giving to you that you just really enjoy and that's helping to bring something out in you that you didn't even know was there. And and homeboy, he really did just need to tell her deuces and, and keep on moving out the door. Pretty much. But absolutely. And <laughs> it's funny because he wasn't the only person that said that. Not in that exact situation. But mm-hmm. it was more so like gradually, you know, um, it became like, yeah, I would, you know, go to the moon and back for you. But if you can't effectively communicate or if I'm not happy, like mm-hmm. the relationship gradually turns into something else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they pretty much all had that same thought process when it came to that. Mm-hmm. So like all the people that come to me for advice, especially the ones who I know for sure are not the nicest to men. The first mm-hmm. piece of advice is I tell them, no matter how hard it is, be nice to him. Girl, mm-hmm. I ain't, ain't nobody got time and whoop do what he did X, Y, Z. I'd be like, <laughs> sis, I promise you. Because swear to God, listen to me. So aggressive. <laughs> because that's how they be. They be like, oh, hell no. I'm not doing it. I'd be like, I'm telling you, if you know people, they want to be loved, they mm-hmm. want to be appreciated, and they want to be respected. It mm-hmm. works like freaking magic. Yeah. I just think about all the times. One thing that any man that has ever talked to me can say is that I always gave them good energy. Like, I'm very, mm-hmm. I love being around masculine men. Like, I'm super feminine, you know. Mm-hmm. I love to listen, and you they are- love it. <laughs> what you say? I said, you are a girly girl. (laughs) Very, very, absolutely. And one thing that I noticed is like, they, if you just look at them, like really interested in listening to them or just saying, baby, I'm so proud of you. Oh, yeah. You just be, you know, I just really appreciate you because you do so much for me. You know, I, I thought about what happened yesterday and I really want to talk about it because mm-hmm. I do think that I played a part in the argument that we had. And mm-hmm. I, I really do want to talk about it and admit my mm-hmm. wrong. If you can do that, that man is going to melt in your foot. Fu- I, I keep telling these people and, and I tell them, like, be nice for a few days. See how it goes. Just listen to me. And if it don't work, go back to your crazy ways. I promise. <laughs> And the amount of, I'm serious, the amount of people who come back to me be like, Bernisha, you the best. I know, because all you got to do, 
<laughs> just get out of your ego. Because yes. it be ego. Pride. Pride, girl. Pride is a Literally. big <laughs> if, if I had to give anybody advice, dating, relationships, all of that, ain't nothing wrong with having your non-negotiables. But Absolutely. one thing about when you get in a relationship, you got to learn how to compromise. And a lot of that come with letting your pride get out the way mm-hmm. and decide in this moment is how the other person feel and what they think. And, and how this affected them. Is it more important than me being right in this situation? Than me me standing and dying on this hill in this situation? And nine out of ten, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not as, as important or as serious for you to stand your ground on that. You know, there there are some things that you, you tell them no, it no is no. You tell her no, no is no. Absolutely. But then, you know, then there's some things where it's like, well, you know what, I did say that a little, little wrong or you know, I I know I'm I know I'm a little slick mouth. I I know I probably did take it a step too far. <laughs> so let me go ahead and apologize. It's my bad. That's on mm-hmm. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And accountability. You know, I I man or woman. I notice a lot of people lack that. Like there is nothing you. I tell people like you're not gonna die by mm-hmm. admitting that you did something wrong. If anything, that person right. is gonna respect you more. By looking them dead in the face, saying, you know what? I was so wrong for doing X, Y, and Z. Let's talk about it. Yes. If you can Let do that, a lot side. of problems will be fixed. Get your ego to the side. Girl, and not having not having that that itch to to retort when the other person is telling you how what you did affected them and how it how it impacted them. You can't tell somebody else how to feel. Mm-hmm. You can't tell somebody else how what you did or what you said hurt them in the way that it did. You can't sit here and say, oh, no, you wrong for your emotions being the way that they are. You have to be able to sit there and just take it on the chin and listen to what they say and understand that even if your intention was not that, even if you didn't do it on purpose, you still hurt the other person. And you, you got to eat that. Because how, how much do you want this relationship to work? How much do you care about and love this other person? Is it really worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so I'm so glad that you that you said that. Um, I think that weighing out your options is a huge thing. Like allowing your ego will block a lot of blessings mm-hmm. and things that you can't even go back to. But the good news mm-hmm. is, um, either you it's going to be a blessing either way because yep. if you you know you can learn from it okay yeah and be able to move on and do better for the next person or you do better and you have an opportunity with that same person either way it's a win-win you know yep. that's how i look at it um and i think that you know we live in such a I, 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 me, 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 that sometimes it's, it's difficult to sit back and be like, okay, what did I do wrong? What can mm-hmm. I do to fix this? And the good news is like, even if you aren't meant to be with that person, at least you can say you were mature enough or you actually did put in the effort and you mm-hmm. were being an adult about the situation and you really mm-hmm. genuinely did try your best. Score yourself. You know, after that situation ends and things are over with, score yourself. How good or bad did you do? Like, what what could you have done differently? 
how did you contribute to things ending the way that they did? How can you do better so that things don't end like that again when you get to your next relationship? Reflecting on on your mistakes as well as the mistakes of the other person. Like what did what did you concede on that you shouldn't have conceded on? What did you not stand your ground for that you should have? What did you stand your ground for that wasn't as important? All of those are things that will weigh into how you approach your next relationship and how you mold that relationship with the next person into something either for the better or the worse. You just you just never know. But reflecting on on things is very important for growth in a lot of areas. Um, and also, you know, something that I feel like is affecting the way people date nowadays is fear. People are afraid to get hurt. Uh, they're afraid to, you know, have their time wasted by investing it into another person because you just never know, you know, whether the, the world going to end tomorrow, today, whatever. You, you afraid to to try and, and to put in effort with someone. So people kind of put up all these walls and layers of uh-uh I'm not going to deal with this person unless they doing this that da, da, da. and a lot of this is stuff that's not important but you have it there to to try to keep people out because you don't want to be hurt again you don't want to you know post in a relationship with such and such and then turn right back around and have to tell everybody oh I'm single again you know they couldn't get their act right but Sis, you got to make mistakes. You got to get a few bumps and bruises. Um, you got to meet a few, you know, barracudas. You got to meet a few knuckleheads, a few pick knees um, <laughs> before you find the one that you need to be picking. Uh, Seriously. Uh-huh. Like you, you have to, you have to get scarred up and scraped up. That's, that's the only way you really going to learn, heal and grow is, is to not be afraid to try when it's time to try. Now, am I saying you need to be having like five different dating profiles and trying to, you know, swipe right on everybody? No, that's not what I'm saying, but be open to trying with someone. And if it don't work out, fine that that's not a sign of failure it just means that was an experience that you can learn and grow from absolutely absolutely so um is there any piece of advice that you would give anybody especially somebody who wants a lifetime partner Mm -hmm. um wants to have a healthy relationship what would be your piece of advice to them Mm, well this piece of advice specifically might not apply to everyone, but I would say pray, definitely pray, not only just for what you want in the other person, but that you can be what the other person needs too. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're not operating as just yourself anymore. You, you're operating together. So just as much as you have all these needs and wants in a partner, it's the same for them. And are you being, can you be that person to someone else? Like you want to be a husband or you want to be a wife, but have you been doing everything you need to do to do that successfully? Like, have you been working on yourself? Have you been laying the foundation for you to be what someone else needs? So pray and keep praying and keep praying. Um, And more than anything else is work on yourself 
work on your I cannot stress that enough because it's so much hurt so much trauma so much um so so much stress anxiety so much so many scars that we bring into relationships with other people and expect them to be able to fix for us because we don't want to do the heavy lifting by ourselves mm-hmm. but that is not their job it is not the other person's job to love you to where you need to be it's not have there been some instances in history where that was the case for some people sure i'm not going to say that's impossible but don't do that. Don't put that on another person. It takes a lot to to hold yourself together emotionally and mentally and spiritually. Having to do that for another person too because they don't want to get their act together before y'all got together. That's a lot. A lot of stress and a lot of headache and a lot of crying tears that they probably won't ever get to see but you crying them. So work on you like you had a traumatic childhood or, you know, you have a relationship with your parents that that's rocky or um, you have issues with the mother or the father, your kids or whatever it is, work on that stuff, you know, and while you're in the middle of fixing and repairing and growing and, and blossoming into like this even better and better version of you, the right person to come along. Because when you think about it, if you're trying to find somebody when you when you broken and you ain't fixed a lot of that stuff, the person that they're meeting right then ain't the person that you trying to stay. You know, you trying to get better. And by the time you finally do get your act together or they get their act together, y'all going to grow apart. Why? Because the person that you needed, the person that they needed ain't the same people you are anymore in that relationship. You got to work on you, bro. You got to work on you, sis, and stop stop dating any everybody and giving them your trauma and your past experiences and expecting them to fix it. They not Yonla. You know, they not Dr. Phil. They not the therapist. Go find you a licensed therapist (laughs) to help you with your problems and stop expecting everybody else to do it for you. Mm -mm. Absolutely. You said an entire word. And I also want to throw my little two cents in there and say, Mm -hmm. I am so tired of seeing people talk about how they told the new person that they're dating their trauma as a way of preventing that trauma happening again. Mm -hmm. Well, sis, bro, that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. You walking in telling them I'm broken and you think they're not going to put some more cracks in your window? Mm-mm. Because they wondering how to handle that trauma. Because like mm-hmm. I said, they're not a therapist. They, they're not licensed and prepared exactly. to handle those situations for you. So when you hand it to them, you expecting them to do with it what a professional would do. And they like, baby, I ain't never took... um glass making classes or whatever I need to take to fix this um what you expect me to do with this and they end up unintentionally hurting you and adding on to your trauma and now they're the bad girl or the bad guy or whatever now you talking trash about them how they did this that and the other and they did the best they could with what they had because they they not prepared for that you can't expect other people to fix you it, it don't work like that. I promise you it don't. And Absolutely. you will you will spend less time 
um, hating and disliking and having bitter feelings towards the people that you were with if you worked on you instead of worrying, work, wanting them to do all the work on you for you. They can't do it for you. You got to do it yourself. You got to work it. You got to fix it. You got to decide, hmm, you know what? I, I was hurt by the kind of relationship I had with my mom growing up. It, it made me distrustful of women or it made me, you know, try to be different from her. And I ended up being just like her to all the men that I've encountered so far. That is affecting my relationships. That is affecting the way that I I go into relationships with these men or with these women or whoever you you have to understand those things are very important and do play a big part in how you date and how you love and how you build relationships with other people absolutely and I always ask people especially those who you know talk to me about you know the trends that they constantly experience in relationships Mm -hmm. and I always like to ask what do you think the common denominator is? Mm. Like if you're constantly having the same problem, mm-hmm. what do you think the common denominator is? I don't, you know, <laughs> and this might sound harsh, but for me, it's a way of, of tough love. Like mm. I'm not going to cater to you constantly labeling yourself as the victim because I want you mm. to do better. What good would I be if I'm like, Oh yeah, girl, he ain't, he ain't nothing. He yep. ain't nobody. Oh, yeah, he he this, he that. Girl, we done said that about the last 10 men that you done dated. The common denominator is you. <laughs> Yawn, next. Right. Like, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that to be funny. It's, I'm not helping you by letting you sit there and act like, oh, you didn't do anything or you, even if you didn't flat out do anything, yeah. there is something that you are doing. There is something mm-hmm. that you are not seeing in yourself that is allowing you to be disrespected or... Yep. Uh, constantly dating the same type of man that you claim that you don't want to date anymore. When you Mm -hmm. on the same level as him, you just don't know it. Yep. You (laughs) just don't know it. Like, that's why, that's why I made the point earlier about how one, one man or one woman can be so many different men or women to whoever it is they're dating, depending on who they're dating. I've, I've seen it firsthand. I've seen like homeboys that, boy ain't ain't never been a good boyfriend a day in their life get with the right one and homeboy at home cooking watching the kids taking her out on dates whining and like never did this kind of stuff in their life Mm -hmm. they doing it now but that's because the other person came in with their stuff together they came in with their intentions, their non-negotiables. One thing that I learned about myself when I was looking back and and self-evaluating about why a lot of the stuff I had going on didn't work is intention. I went into a lot of stuff saying, well, you know, if something happens, cool. If something doesn't happen, you know, it is what it is. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, but I want to be in a relationship. I want to be somebody, girlfriend. But, you know, I was afraid to put that kind of pressure on stuff because I didn't want to feel like I was forcing the other person into doing something they didn't want to do. But that's the problem right there is what do I want? I want to be in a relationship. 
I want to date with the intention for it to go somewhere, but I'm telling myself, no, I'm not going to do that. And so I'm sitting here wondering why I keep getting all these guys who ain't looking to do nothing but just Netflix and chill, but that's the energy I'm putting out there. That's that's the help wanted sign that I put up for people to apply for this position is it's okay if you just come and chill. It's okay if you just come come through and you just trying to kick back and watch TV, anime or whatever, and, and that's cool because I didn't have any intention. I didn't have any specifics. So when I decided, oh, uh-uh, you got to come in with the right resume. You got to come in with your, your all your ducks in order. What is your past experience like? You know, are you certified for this position? Are you qualified to be in this position? Mm-mm, this ain't gonna work, bro. You you looking to to chill with somebody? I'm good. You know what? I hope you find what you're looking for, but this ain't it for me right here. You gonna have to seek uh, employment elsewhere. We're not interested. Um, I had to I had to look at that and tell myself, you know what? I can't say he he a dog or he a player or he ain't worth nothing because that's the kind of energy I put out there. Stop telling these women or these men that they bums or whatever because they're not trying to be more than what you want them to be or more than what you're expecting them to be. You're not putting the expectations on them for them to be more than what they are what they currently are. You should make sure that what you're putting out there is what you really want and stop putting out there what you think other people are going to apply for because you're just trying to find somebody to fill the role. Pretty much. Amen. You said a whole word. I appreciate you so, so much. I think this conversation was very well needed and we can actually continue this conversation another day. I would love to, if you want to go into more in depth, I would love to do that because Mm -hmm. you have been amazing and I thank you sis so, so, so (laughs) much. Um, Before we close out, is there any questions that you have for me? Um. You know, I just wanted to hear a bit about your dating experiences and like what oh, what yeah. dating in this day and age has been like for you too. Because I, you know, I said a lot about me, but <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay. So, how has dating been like for me? Um, I'm gonna be honest and say that I I would say the past year I have had really great dating experiences. Um. Yeah. One, there's a couple things that have changed. Like, mm-hmm. I actually got a therapist um, about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Yes, yeah. Yes. One of the best, one of the best investments in myself ever. Because mm-hmm. once I started going to therapy, everything else started to fall into place. Like mm-hmm. how I carried myself, how I looked at relationships, how I handled my frustrations when I was angry. You know, mm-hmm. with somebody that I'm, I'm dating. Yes. Um, what I actually being confident in saying what I want out of Ooh, out of somebody and not feeling guilty about it or mm-hmm. scared that oh they'll leave. Now it's just like, well, you know, if I tell you what I want and then you leave, well, then you needed to leave. Yeah. And I <laughs> seriously, and yes, I try to get out of the way as early as I possibly can, and. Um, I don't know. Have you seen what I posted about a year ago as far as how my last relationship ended? Did I did I tell you, you got 
I think yeah. I posted it in a group a while ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> that Ooh. that situation Ooh. taught me so much about myself. That Ooh. was by yeah. far the most roller coaster, most the biggest learning experience. Mm. The biggest transformation for me and I actually mm. thank him for that because that time majority of that time it hurt so bad mm. it, I, I was in so yeah. much pain emotionally like it was just such I thought that that's what like, I started to actually believe that that's what I was I was supposed to be in Ooh. I was supposed to stay in I'm glad you came out the sunken place oh thank you lord <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you know, my friends, they laugh at me when I say this, but I am a, the biggest advocate for being stupid in private. Like nobody <laughs> knew, <laughs> nobody knew what I was going through, and I'm that way for a reason because I knew that I was not being the smartest. I knew where I was, and I wasn't planning on getting out anytime soon. That's mm-hmm. why I did not tell anybody about what was going on. So to actually get out of that situation and I'm telling you I can say with confidence I would never in a million years go to something else something like that ever again in my life I am not even the same person that I was um you not you not you're not even close shout out to him because you really taught me what not to look for what red flags shout out to you for really facing like my fears and and really tackling my past traumas and not bringing them into relationships because I definitely did that Mm. shout out to you for teaching me how to leave the first time somebody cheat on me yes yes I appreciate you say that I, I genuinely do I don't mean that in a mean way or malicious I genuinely mean that because that situation taught me ooh so mm. much that you I'm needed to for you to grow about it. Yes, I'm genuinely getting chills talking about it because I swear, girl, sis, there was a mm. time. True story. <laughs> there was a time where he said something really messed up to me. I think mm-hmm. I had gave him a silent treatment for like a day or something like that. And I, I wasn't talking to him. And he asked me a question like, do you want something to eat or something like that? And I still kept ignoring him. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget when this man said, that's fine. You can do that. Um, it's nothing for me to get your name taken off my lease. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that's, that's how we playing it? That's that's what we doing now? Wow. You I, to play you. Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? But in my head, but see, I was in the situation so deep that mm. um I started to think like my actions started were a cause of his reactions. When if I was in a relationship with somebody who was more mature than me, he'd mm. be like girl don't you want some chipotle like i don't give a damn about you ignoring me i'm gonna go get you some chipotle but instead his response was Mm -hmm. you hurting me so i'm gonna hurt you 15 times worse i'm gonna threaten you with your livelihood 
you go low, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to lay on the ground. Like, he really said, like, we want to do petty. I'm going to show you petty with a capital P. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Talk about big time. Petty. And that's, that's not to say, like, I didn't play my part in the downfall relationship because I, actually, I mm-hmm. absolutely did. Like, when we would argue, you know, um, there was a lot of things that I did not tackle as far as past traumas and they Mm -hmm. came out so bad in arguments like I Mm -hmm. was living like I could not have a decent conversation because Mm -hmm. I was not built for that like I literally would lash out times 15 if I did not get my way Mm. so I definitely definitely played a part in it as well um but I was like a child so he treated you like one pretty much one he and could sleep with, but pretty much know. exactly. And the turning point for me, really, and why I think that this has changed how I feel about dating, is I started actually going into therapy towards the the end of of our relationship, mm-hmm. and there was a complete shift in me. Like you could tell that it affected him as well because mm-hmm. I got to the point where, like he would he's he. he he didn't know he didn't know how to handle um arguments either like he was mm-hmm. he was just like me when it came to trauma because he had dealt with some things in his past with his parents you know abuse and all that stuff mm-hmm. so um I remember I told him I made it very clear I was so calm sis I said if you yell at me again <laughs> you know people get scared when you get calm but I genuinely yeah. was calm like I wasn't doing it to scare him I genuinely was calm I said if you yell at me again this relationship is over and we had a disagreement about something and I said well I love you um this is over I wish you the best do you have any last remarks that is literally what I said not last remarks so- girl <laughs> You, you closing out the funeral, okay? I did. <laughs> what y'all I got did. to say before we put him in the ground? Oh my gosh, baby! When I tell you, he got quiet all of a sudden, and I meant it too. I I stood on my ground. If you if you raise your voice at me one more time, and I meant it, mm-hmm. in my gut. You yell at me one more time. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to nag at you. I'm not going to tell you, don't yell at me. Nope. I'm not even going to do all that. Nope. Peace. I love you. Goodbye. Yep. So glad you closed that door. So glad. <laughs> Ooh, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to get into that, but. I wanted to leave them with this little bit of gem that we 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 left them today because we really said a mouthful and you know I I know I said this already but I genuinely do appreciate you. Of we course. need to have another discussion because this was great. I appreciate you. Tell these folks how they can follow you on your social media. Um well, my name on Facebook is Kira Thomas. That's K E Y R A cuz a lot of y'all going to put Kiera or Kira or something else. <laughs> my name. Um you can find me on Instagram at Kira Dominique. You don't know how to spell Dominique? Look it up. Um and my <laughs> Twitter is Kira underscore Thomas. Pretty simple, really. My my name and 
my last name, my middle name. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you have an amazing night, sis. I'm definitely going to talk to you later. You guys, please do not forget to follow her. I'm actually going to leave your information in the description box of this um, episode. Um, please, guys, she's actually a, a member of the private Facebook group, um, Love V Talks. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Love V Talks. I love you guys. I love you, sis. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>